Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. Hey, in this episode, I want to get into uh, really a review of the risks that are all around us, really, here in the first half of 2023. It's early May, and we've seen a lot going on. And in fact, if you recall, if you look back to our outlook for the year where we talked about the idea of finding balance, we sort of framed out that the first half of the year or so uh, would uh, include a bit of uncertainty, uh, sort of risks uh, popping up, uh, and volatility all associated with that. So uh, kind of in some ways, this uh, everything can be a little bit nerve-wracking, but in some ways, sort of structurally, this is not surprising. It's sort of what we've been expecting. And, you know, if we kind of take a look back and just say, well, how did we get here? I mean, basically, we had the uh, coronavirus pandemic, the shutdown of the economy, really shook the economy, and then we had really massive and historic fiscal and monetary support that helped with the reopening, but ultimately has set us up to uh, have excess demand, which led to higher inflation, which led to the Fed having to uh, take action. So I want to kind of get into where we are right now, um, and then we'll talk a little bit about looking forward, uh, the idea of finding balance and what that might mean later this year, hopefully. So let's start with uh, monetary policy. So one of the risks is a, a basically a, a policy error by the Fed. Now, they met this week. They hiked another quarter point. Uh, their cumulative rate hike over the last year or so is, is 5%. And that's, that's a big number by historic standards, and it's a quick pace by historic standards. So think of it as there's this lag effect of that uh, interest rate hike that's now starting to close. And, um, and yet, you know, we still see inflation uh, getting better, but a little bit sticky. So you know, the bottom line is the, ch- the chair, I'm sorry, the Fed overall is saying, hey, we're going to watch the data, um, is signaling this may be the last hike because they're pretty focused on that lag effect and the cumulative amount that they've hiked, um, but they're watching for inflation to come down. And so, you know, all of that leads to the possibility that of an error, either pausing too soon, inflation stays sticky, or uh, going too far and drive us, driving us into a, a slower economy and put the strong potential at some point of a deeper recession, or a deep recession, excuse me. Now, um, as it relates to higher rates, uh, you know, as we've discussed on uh, past episodes, that led, for example, um, to uh, basically bank, a bank crisis, a banking crisis. So we've had uh, a few banks fail um, and, uh, you know, different ways that that's been dealt with in terms of the uh, government backstop. In the case of the most recent one, First Republic, uh, who failed last weekend, or which failed last weekend, was basically sold to J.P. Morgan um, and in a coordinated uh, transaction with the federal government. And so, you know, the bottom line is at, at this moment in time, uh, there's a sense or a feeling that uh, there's potentially more shoes to drop in the, especially in the regional bank segment of the banking sector. And, uh, and yet we've got uh, government officials essentially describing the U.S. banking system uh, uh, as in a, in a no case spot. So, for example, in the Fed statement, they said, quote, 
the U.S. banking system is sound and resilient, end quote. And so, you know, the bottom line is we have to keep an eye on that. Uh, it actually is um, a big thing that the team's focused on in the current environment, as you might appreciate. Now, with all that going on, we have uh, a um, essentially a debt ceiling um, issue with the U.S. government. And, you know, this happens very frequently, actually. The idea that um, sort of legislatively there's a ceiling on our debt and what uh, has been happening over time is uh, essentially new laws being passed to increase the ceiling um, and, and we're up against it again. So uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has indicated that the government could run out of money as soon as early June and between now and then that's not a lot of time for negotiations. Uh, the Republicans have have a, a bill that they passed in the House, um, essentially that uh, says, hey, we, we can, you know, increase the debt ceiling, but they're looking for some concessions in the ter- in terms of uh, less spending, basically. And, and so, you know, in the typical mechanism of how this unfolds, Democrats are, up ag- are against that. And, and so where it may go for the time being is um, that there may be a clean bill passed, meaning uh, just something to increase the debt ceiling for a very short time to give Congress um, a little bit longer runway to negotiate. And they may, in fact, tie it to the uh, budget negotiation. So, again, the, the risk that everybody talks about, and it's used in political rhetoric as well, is the idea of the U.S. government um, basically defaulting on its debt. So we don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, if we don't raise the debt ceiling, that's a a bit of a possibility. And so uh, everybody, you know, is focused on that. Um, Now, with all that going on, we do have, you know, other geopolitical risks sort of out there in the environment, notably China uh, reopening, which is good in terms of supply chain. But uh, ultimately, it, it is uh, looking to compete with the U.S. as a global economic leader. And there, there, as we've talked about before, lots of uh, activity from China in that regard. Uh, obviously, uh, something that's been with us is, um, is the war in Ukraine um, and, uh, and no signs really of de-escalation there. Um, so when we so when we add it all up, another risk that's in focus is where in the heck is the economy going? Uh, so GDP grew at 2.1% in 2022. Given everything going on, that was actually pretty good. It's fallen to an annualized rate in the first quarter of 1.1. Now recall, our forecast for the year was to have about 0% growth. Now, the Fed actually came out, and you know, the way they do their work, they have individuals, both officials and staff, they're doing a bunch of work and everybody comes up with their, their own forecast and they sit and debate and discuss and then decide what they want to put forward as, uh, I guess, what I would call their base case. And they actually did that uh, for the M- March meeting where they came out and said they, they expect a mild recession in 2023. So that remained their um, sort of their official um, base case view that they communicated in, the, in this week's meeting. And recall our view has been hey, about 0% growth, but it could be a little bit negative, could turn us into a mild recession. And uh, and uh, so what people are most worried about at this point is, oh, is the recession going to be more severe, more deep? Um, and, and, of course, that effect we talked about earlier about the, the Fed hiking rates and exactly how um, much higher rates will sort of un- slow things down 
the banking crisis, by the way, is uh, tightening lending standards, so banks are going to be a bit, a bit more conservative in some ways, which is good. And it, all of that is basically slowing the economy. So everybody's watching for that. And, uh, and you know, we should sort of expect a recession. Uh, again, we don't think it'll be a, a deep recession at this point unless uh, the Fed keeps going and other, you know, serious troubles uh, present themselves. Um, in any event, so what does that mean for the markets? Well, you know, essentially when the economy slows, of course, that means business activity is slowing. That means that companies who are generating earnings are a little bit less able to do so. That means earnings don't grow as fast or perhaps they even decline from year to year. And essentially what we've seen is from a bottom-up perspective, the work of all the analysts going on, those growth forecasts have really come down. So now the number is 1% for the year. And, and yet the top-down strategists who um, essentially, um, you know, have kind of a broader look at things, they're actually forecasting a modest decline. I will say that, you know, earnings can tend to decline a bit more in more common, you know, or sort of standard recessions. So the fact that there's a view that things are holding up reasonably well, think around 0%, uh, actually is uh, a way for the equity market professionals to be signaling um, this idea of, of sort of muted growth but not a deep recession. Um, so that, anyway, but that's another, uh, obviously, a risk that we're very focused on. And I would say that um, all these risks contribute to a dampening of the idea of animal spirits. That's sort of the emotion that can drive equity markets higher or sometimes lower. So we're mindful that all these risks are kind of, you know, weighing on people a bit. So anyway, listen, that's what I wanted to cover. Um, you know, I, I mentioned at the beginning, okay, great. What does that mean? Well, as you may recall from our outlook, we've identified a number of signposts that we're monitoring for really around Fed policy, really around uh, the consumer stabilizing, kind of ultimately getting a little bit more optimistic, um, really around, uh, frankly, the cooling of the labor market, which still is pretty tight, um, and um, and ultimately all that sort of feeding into lower inflation, therefore the Fed being able to pause. So those are the kinds of um, the kinds of signposts we're looking for, and we believe we'll see these kinds of things through the balance of the year and start to find balance, and that becomes the foundation on which the next economic recovery is built as well as, and maybe in advance of that, the next market recovery. So those are the things we're looking for. Anyway, listen, thanks for very much for listening to this episode, and we'll look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.